0: I'm Shawnee Sims and you're listening to the J D podcast. Relax and enjoy the show. Alright guys, we're about to record probably the last episode of the J&D podcast for a bit. We will bring it back eventually, but this might be the last and tenth episode that we will be doing for some time now. But other than that I just want to say thank you for everyone who has been listening to us, and let's just get to it. Michael, what's going on, man? What's going
1: on, man? How
0: you doing? I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm actually, I'm a little excited because this is like the 10th episode that me and Nikwan are doing. But it's a bit of a bummer because we're going to stop at 10 for a bit and probably bring the J&D podcast back sometime a little bit, like maybe in the middle of the year or later. Um, so you're a,
1: little bit, you're a little bit like, it's a bit of a downer for you that y'all got to pause for a second, I
0: feel that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like a season kind of thing.
1: I feel you on that. Well, you can see, you caught me at a good time. I'm I got my little beer in
0: my hand. I'm nice and thin. I got to go to work tomorrow. You caught me on my off day, man. It's good. Yeah, and it's crazy because like uh, earlier I wasn't even sure if everyone was even going to be interested in recording because I noticed that a lot of people are busy with their own things, and I've just got done organizing a whole lot of shit in my room, so it's like I was thinking, fuck, I mean, I got food cooking. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to record <laughs> I mean, oh, man. I was
1: thinking about cooking on here but I was to it. I'm just going to give me some of the weaves out of up of time. I need my energy for work tomorrow.
0: I'll, work tomorrow. <laughs> I'll cook tomorrow. <laughs> 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 no, like, right now, like, I got some pork chops cooking in the oven and shit, so it's like, it's probably, like, the recording is probably going to take a little bit of time. Like, we're going to record a bit, and until the pork chops are done, I'm going to pause it, bring everything back in here, and eat, like, right after the recording is done. <laughs> oh,
1: man. <laughs> you call me at a good time, man. That's good.
0: Absolutely. Man.
1: I just found out the funniest thing about it, when I got my job, how I got my job. Yeah. The per- there was two people that came before me for this particular job, right? Yep. And my boss told me, it's almost impossible to fuck up with this particular post. <laughs> and yet, still, two people oh. fucked up. Oh my
0: God. Two!
1: It's impossible. You know why it's impossible? Huh. Because you get a smartphone, right? Yeah. And this phone literally has an alarm built into it to tell you when to do your patrols and when to call in your report. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? You have a phone that reminds you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you got a fucking smart device. Okay, I gotta go do my control, write my paper, call in and check in with control. One motherfucker was doing the job, and he left to try to do a couple of uh, Uber missions. Oh, and this God. motherfucker was going half the shift, and they had him on camera. <laughs> I wasn't going nowhere. I wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> He just came, the supervisor came there, like, uh, yeah.
0: We got you, you on recording. <laughs> we saw you. <laughs>
1: oh, man. And then the other one, he was drag racing. This nigga left his toes halfway through the ship to start drag racing. What the fuck? So, he came back, the boss was like, You're
2: fired. <laughs> Get the fuck off the property. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> oh we fucking got other people denying call at the moment cause like the thing is for the listeners we got this group call with like a bunch of people Hello. yeah I think it's the wifi fucking up oh yeah it's little wifi issues at the moment my bad everyone wifi issues and shit the Wi-Fi has been acting real fucking funky lately.
1: You got what what service device you got? Spectrum.
0: Got uh, I got uh T-Mobile. I think I can't remember. It's like it's not even the fact that it's a Wi-Fi issue, but it's like um, you know how if you have like the internet screwed into the wall or something, like you will not have any issues at all. We don't have mm-hmm. we don't have that like we have one of those Ethernet boxes that like is connected to a whole nother room because the house we're living the house that we are living in we're not allowed to drill any holes or anything into the walls but clearly hold on like are you serious <laughs> yeah It's like clear <laughs> but that clearly didn't stop shit I'm like, <laughs> I got a whole lot of shit drilled in and everything. Damn, man. Really? Yeah. Like, like, I have this sound bar right there in the center that I fucking drilled a few holes in there trying to find the board to keep it stable. And -hmm. because I didn't know where the fucking wood was behind the walls. So I put a Few holes into it that will work. Oh, this much. is what you do, man. Yeah.
1: This is what you do. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to find the, you trying to find the beams in the wall. Yeah. So what you do is you knock on the wall, go across the wall. Mm-hmm. When the knock, when knock changes, it lets you know what the beam is. Yeah. If you hear a slight echo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the echo goes away as you knock it across the wall, that's yeah. where a beam is.
0: Oh okay. I should have learned that. <laughs> that time.
1: So I can you can be like this
0: yeah.
1: and then the knock will change it'll go it'll go but so if it's a beam it'll sound like this yeah it'll sound more solid
0: yeah
1: okay so you just kind of go across the wall and you'll find it you will find the beam alright yeah so it'll go like this here's the trick let's see let me see I'm gonna show you how to do it right now yeah so let's see this is my front row wall right mhm I'm going right over here the beam is here I know it is so what yeah. you do is you knock, listen for the sound, you just...
0: Yeah. Can you hear it different? Absolutely.
1: So do that, listen for the sound. It mm-hmm. sounds like empty, but then when it starts to sound solid, that's where a beam is. Don't forget that trick, my uncle taught me that.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's not a commonly known trick. Yeah. <laughs> Like, dude. A lot of own professional contractors know how to do
0: that. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if you can see them, but there's, like, a few holes there. A few holes right there. Like, mm-hmm. I, really, I really fucked up this wall.
1: So what you want to do is this. Wherever you find the beams, mm-hmm. put the TV there, then the
0: sound. Oh, on, more Wi-Fi issues. You
1: know what I mean? Like, and that's another thing I to do, too, because, like, these 5G devices, they, mm-hmm. they come, they're going to put a little more energy out because they're 5G, so they're going to need more signal.
0: Absolutely. And it's, like, another that's thing is that... Did you, did 5G? Yeah, I'm good with it. It's, like, another thing is that we fucking live right next to a desert area where it's, like, a whole lot of desert and then the high school and then more desert. Mm. Yeah, so it's... I mean, if you live
1: in the desert, why is my signal so weak,
0: man? I, am, no I have no idea.
1: Did your company offer um <clears throat> um signal boosters?
0: Nothing <laughs> I know of. Damn.
1: He almost got shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know.
1: Dude, I can't see. She got
0: a signal booster for hers, man. Damn. Dude, I fucking went to a Walmart area to get a phone a while ago because my old one was so fucked up and busted. Like, even if you turn the screen on, it's like black and little like green light glitches through it. Like, that's how badly fucked up the screen was. So, this was when I was working at the pet parlor here. And... I had my phone, like, set on top of a little shelf or something. And hold on real quick. All right, so I, I kind of remember what I was talking about, like, my old busted phone and how I got the one that I'm currently recording with. Mm-hmm. All right, so when I got the... When my old phone got fucked up, it was when I was working in the pet parlor here in El Paso. All right, so it was... I can't really remember how it happened, but, like, I had it sitting on top of a high shelf away from the tub that I would be washing dogs in. All right, so I completely mm-hmm. put it on the other side of that shelf also to keep it out of the dog's, like, reach of, like, out of their reach from smacking it around and shit because when some of these dogs get wet, they get very wild and, like, squirming around and shit. So I was getting a call one day and I was like very distracted with the dogs and I had to Mm -hmm. quickly remove the gloves out of my hands because some of these dogs are filthy as shit. So I quickly tried to grab my phone but also keep this dog from jumping out the tub because there's like a Mm -hmm. collar that's like wrapped around their neck to keep them still. So Mm -hmm. I'm already caught up and trying to get a call because I have no idea if it's important, if it's a customer or Mm. my family or anything. Because we often get calls from customers calling, hey, are you guys open? Can I bring my dog in and shit like that. Mm. So I'm reaching for my phone on top of the high shelf and my clumsy ass accidentally dropped it because I'm fumbling with the phone in one hand and the dog in the other hand. So it drops and lands face first on the screen, busted all around the screen, like a big old crack all along from top to bottom. And like little cracks Mm. splintered here and there. So, Mm. So I keep it for a little bit until I get enough money to get a new phone, but I didn't have a whole lot at the time. So I got this T-Mobile phone right here. And for some reason I got it for a cheap price and shit. Like I'm telling the dude I'm looking for a temporary prepaid phone. No bills or contracts and
1: <laughs> shit. I've before main time, now for Yeah.
0: I'm telling him I'm doing. Yeah. I'm telling him I need a prepaid phone and something good and cheap with no contract and he said okay well I got a good phone for a good price and he ends up asking me for my signature and anything because I never done any like phone dealings on my own you know because I'm used to being on family plans with everyone else Mm. so I figured okay sign my name confirming that I paid for this phone and I get a pamphlet of papers and the phone just like that. And like, if you see the phone, it's really nice. It's thin. It's durable. I mean, I dropped it a few times. Still no damage at all. But I end up getting something in the mail one day saying that I need to pay a month for this. Like, right now like, a month after I just got this phone, like, he didn't tell me that it's a fucking contract. So this dude lied to me, directly in my face, saying, yeah, no problem, no bill, no contract, everything can... Yeah, lying-ass motherfucker. So, I'm confused but also irritated, like, I got this nice phone, and I told him no contract or bills, I just want something temporary, and I end up getting the bill anyways. So it's like, for a few months, I deal with it. Like, okay, well, I get paid this amount per week, so I'll just deal with the the monthly shit. But I'm not going to be happy about it.
1: Damn. Yeah. Are you serious?
0: Yeah. I mean, I completely got fucked over, and I tried going back to Walmart to talk to the guy, and some of the people were telling me, like, I don't know, I don't know who that person is. I don't recall anyone working here. So I'm thinking, I got fucked over, like, by some dude that I don't even, this is complete bullshit. Sounds like scammer or something. I mean, if I was a scammer, then, I mean, I got a nice phone. I'd tell you that much, but it's, like, <laughs> but it's like another thing. I'm getting random calls from people asking for Maria. Is this Maria? Can I talk to Maria? And I keep telling people, this is not, this is not Maria. You got the wrong number, even though I completely forgot to change my number to my old one. So, in a way, it's slightly my fault for forgetting that, but dude didn't tell me shit. Yeah. Hold up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone's, yeah, everyone's fucking gassy today. <laughs> okay, she mm-hmm. found it. <laughs> it's like I told her that mm-hmm. it's in the cupboard and she says I don't see it. And now she just found it. <laughs> <laughs> How's
1: your new year's been so far,
0: man? My new year's has actually been really good. It's been very enjoyable, relaxing, you know. And, like, it's been fun, you know. I mean, had a few drinks. Uh, We just got done watching The Last Dragon on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, whatever. And Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I completely... I completely forgot how good that movie was. And so it's like, uh, I don't even think I... it was you to do that movie, there'd
1: there be no Mortal Kombat, there'd there be no Power Rangers, or none of that, The what for that movie?
0: Yeah, and it's like I was reviewing that movie on my channel, talking about how it has a good blend of like, of 80s culture, of martial arts, of romance comedy. It had a perfect blend of everything. And the soundtrack was on point. Okay. Yeah, so it's like I was really digging this movie, and it really had something that some of these other movies don't have. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite scene on there? My favorite scene, yeah, I think I like the last fight scene throughout the whole. Out of the whole movie, it was the last scene that was really dope, especially the dance fighting scene and the the final fight with him and Shonoff. That whole scene was badass. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the
1: person that played him, he dead now, but...
0: Um, Sadly, yeah. I don't know about that.
1: the person uh, that played Bruce LeRoy. Mm-hmm. Everybody know that shit, too? He was on a TV show hosted by Bruce Lee's daughter. You ever heard of WMAC Masters? Nah, I don't There's
0: know. There's
1: a whole martial arts show. And look at that man. That show was the shit, man. Hmm. Even though martial arts was fake, it was hella good. It was hosted by Bruce Lee's daughter. Really? Damn, that's for yeah, I mean,
0: awesome. WMAC Masters. That's awesome.
1: And, um... Uh, she left because we of the actors challenged her. She was like, I ain't got no time to be doing this shit. Shit. I don't know where that episode went, but she fought that bitch on some heels and won. <laughs> 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 I know I'm not my father, but I'll still whoop your ass.
0: <laughs> I've seen him fight. I can do the same shit as well as he can. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, did you, did you forget who my daddy was, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> did you think that I had Bruce Lee as a father and didn't learn shit
0: from him? Exactly. <laughs> oh, and he's not
1: doing... Yeah, he's not problem. But before <laughs> he did, he taught me a few things, bitch. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. And, like, you know, I said that's what kind of made her back out of the spotlight, too, because because... People were challenged by her because of who she was. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think this show... This show hosted the person who played the first Lu Kane in the first Mortal Kombat movie. He was on the TV show.
0: Really? In the first Mortal Kombat movie?
1: Yes, the very first Mortal Kombat movie, the original Liu Kane. He was on the TV show. And the person that Luke Kane was fighting oh was shit. on the TV show. see shit. Oh, shit. Um, and then the, per- the person he fought... The person uh, right there was hakeem the machine mm-hmm. and hakeem was pretty badass you was not no what dude. but he was jumping in there devil kicked your ass in the face you would be like what the what was that if <laughs> you like want some more <laughs> and you'd be like still trying to register okay did i just get kicked once or twice <laughs> By the time we register, he over yeah, there right back in front of you, looking at you like, "Come on, motherfucker, you want some more?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of humiliating to get kicked like that in the face on national television, and then you got like all that shit down like this, all <laughs> exactly. the cameras and shit looking.
0: That is embarrassing <laughs> as fuck.
1: I mean, one kick, but a double kick, both feet. Oh damn!
0: <laughs> Oh my god. Hmm, I don't know what to say on that one, bro. Hmm. Hmm. I got a Google. I got a YouTube that shit. <laughs> that fucking sounds awesome. You'd be like, man, you'd be like, oh, like, how many pictures am I holding up, man? How many pictures
1: am I holding up? Hey, man, you know what happened to my teeth? I, I don't know. didn't my 30 seconds ago. I don't know where they went. <laughs> 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 them kind of fighters it wasn't like real
0: contact but it still looked good it still was
1: entertaining Bruce Lee actually made an appearance on
0: there oh shit and that's what I love about uh, The Last Dragon and all the other movies that Bruce Lee did like even though they were fake they still looked amazing to watch and it was the sound effects that really sold it
1: yeah it really made it it, made, it really like made it more realistic
0: yeah like i was watching and you
1: never believe some of the sound effects
0: yeah
1: it's like never, you never believe it do you know what some of the sound effects are huh people crushing watermelons in front of microphones mm. <laughs> little micro my- watermelons being crushed oh. or shoes being slapped together like sandals ice, yeah, me.
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> little simple stuff like that but <laughs> It's a weird
0: sound, but like it made it more real. Yeah. Especially with like gunshots. Like all people do is just like clap two, two by fours together to really sell that sound. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But it's like I was watching The Chinese Connection a few nights ago, and I forgot how enjoyable the storyline for that movie was. And for those who don't know, the Chinese Connection was one of the first Bruce Lee movies, and it's probably my second favorite one, out of the others.
1: And it, actually had, it had a lot of basis to it too, because it touched on the beef between Japanese and Chinese people. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, the Japanese people were really like that, and I think, I think, the story, some of the story mm-hmm. he got from his teacher. Because his teacher experienced a lot of negative experiences with Japanese yeah. during the World War II era. So the fact that it was at that time made me think that maybe the story was inspired by something his teacher went through.
0: Yeah, probably. Because I, I did watch a documentary about how a lot of Chinese and Japanese people were being blamed and being put into concentration camps including some of the Japanese people who weren't even involved in the Pearl Harbor bombing. It's like everyone just saying, Oh, he's Chinese or Japanese, let's let's punish them just because they look like them. And that's very close minded. Exactly. Mm, mm-hmm. exactly. And um I said to him
1: because, like, look, you know Daddy can as of last year, Jackie Chan got his first Oscar.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but you know how many
1: films
0: years it took for that to happen. It took his whole 200, career.
1: Two hundred films and fifty-eight years later.
0: Damn. Mm.
1: Two hundred <laughs> movies. Yeah. Two hundred. I believe. Jackie Chan was going to start by the time he made rush hour. What the fuck? (laughs) We're just out
0: him in. We're going to get rush hour. Yeah. But it's good that they're getting the credit that they deserve and that Jackie Chan is getting that amount of credit as well.
1: That's the point. You know, like, I mean, Bruce Lee started, but Jackie Chan took it to a whole other level, and I respect him for that. Absolutely. He really did. Yeah. will coming the first time he actually started doing his own stunts. Really?
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I mean, everything he done. Yeah, he had um... Yeah,
1: hey, what were you saying?
0: Like, everything he'd done, he'd done it with no wires or any, like, with none of that. That like, everything was just completely legit. It was all. Raw and none, no wires or any of that shit. Like, the only time that he did pull back is when he's making, like, physical contact with someone. That was the only time that he mm-hmm. would ever pull his punches, just to make sure that he doesn't literally hurt people. You know what made him like that, right? What? What made
1: him, what made him like that is because he, he was doing Enter the Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. I'm um, Jack and Chance said Bruce accidentally hit him with the stick for real because Bruce Lee, even though he was five foot seven, mm-hmm. he said he had really long arms. He almost had to reach for somebody six feet tall. So <laughs> oh, um, with them arms, he whacked right across the face by accident with that stick. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Um, shit. And Jackie Chan said. Hey, Gucci's a primer. I said, like, oh, oh. And Bruce Lee, oh, shit, you OK? Oh, and Jackie am I said, like, oh, you hit that like, too late. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I can't that. he was sorry about Bruce Lee. He was like, even though Bruce Lee had hugged him, he was, like, he was like, after it was all over, Jackie Chan said, I was like, he touched me. <laughs> 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 even celebrities get starstruck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I just got hit by Bruce Lee. <laughs> right? <laughs> like,
1: oh my god, Bruce Lee touched me, oh my damn. My Dude,
0: I was actually watching.
1: No, you <laughs> do was... no, you want to call your parents? Why do you want to call my God. Bruce Lee touched me today, Bruce Lee touched me today. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way there. Yeah.
0: Dude, I was actually watching. Party. Yeah. What was up? What were you saying? I was Damn it. <laughs> phone issues? Damn. My phone will stand up there with the it down. Yeah. It's like I got my phone leaning uh against my book as like a solid surface and like my speaker is completely busted because all the times I have it like leaned up against this fucking flimsy ass chair. So it's like the past few times that it's knocked over, it gets more and more fucked up. Like part of it is just peeing back and shit. Damn. Yeah. I'll but, wait, wait.
1: yeah. I'm making a mess over here. too. dropping <laughs> my, my pistachio from floor. I ain't trying to be- Yeah.
0: There we go. Yeah. There I was, we go. Anyway. Yeah. I am cleaning my damn
1: apartment up and shit, and I'm fucking
0: it up, and I ain't trying to. That piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was actually watching The Connors a while ago. And for those who don't know, mm-hmm. The Connors is a spinoff of the, the TV show Roseanne. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, because sadly, they cannot have Roseanne Barr. To be part of uh the spinoff after some of her racial tweets that she's been saying, like a little bit around 2020 or some shit. Like, she <clears throat> completely said something very negative and very inappropriate and and scamless to a point to where the producers at the conference completely said, Okay, we're gonna have to remove you. From the TV show itself. So they decided to just write her off the season and say that she passed away from overdose and that the Connors will continue going on with that storyline. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. All because she can't keep her mouth shut. So, long
1: story short, Mm -hmm. my mom got her blacklisted. Long
0: story
1: short.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man.
1: I mean, like, <laughs> there's Chinese proverb, and I say it's people who always say something stupid. I say, there's a Chinese proverb that goes, make sure brain in gear before running out
0: Yeah. I tell
1: other people all the time who talk
0: Yeah. Make sure your bring in gear before you run your mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boy, I was to take through. yeah. well I was gonna say something like when you were telling me how Bruce Lee accidentally smacked Jackie Chan, it fucking reminded me of this interview that Hugh Jackman had, because mm-hmm. like I don't know if you know this, but Hugh Jackman is coming back to play Wolverine again with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. For the next Deadpool
1: movie.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's exciting because. After Logan came out. 2017. 20 whatever it was. I can't remember when. Hugh Jackman said how it was going to be. His last time. To play Wolverine again. Mm. But for some reason. He decided to come back. To reprise that role again. So I'm. Excited for that, you know, because I can't think of anyone that could play Wolverine better.
1: He was definitely with the good Wolverine he wanted a good Wolverine.
0: Yeah, he, he wasn't. Was yeah, he wasn't short, sure, but he pulled it off, any either way.
1: When you see him, when I look at him, I think about the cartoon Wolverine on the TV show. Yeah, I mean, he did him justice, you know. Yeah that's a lot talent.
0: Yeah. When
1: you go betray a character
0: that doesn't even exist mm-hmm. and bring it to life. Yeah. A Absolutely. I mean much, much props to him. But apparently when he was filming the first X-Men movie, during the fight scene with Mystique, he like for some reason the producers gave Hugh Jackman real blades, like real knives to use for the fight scene and he thought it was very stupid but he figured okay I'll just like swing near her but also avoid contact so there was this scene where he accidentally stabbed the stunt double in the arm with those knives and she didn't even flip like fucking accidentally cutting her and like blue paint and blood dripping off of her she completely held up her arm and said, I got stabbed by Wolverine. And, like, excited about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so. Well, producers do that, the producers do that kind of stuff to, um, because they want a, a real response from the actors. hmm Like, do you know the part in the Titanic where Leonardo you know, DiCaprio and that girl was running from the water coming down the hallway. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell him that there was 20, a 20 gallon tank behind that wall that they were gonna bust it. All they said was action. <clears throat> <laughs> oh
0: my god.
1: Oh here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell them that the water was gonna be ice cold because the water that they got was actually from the North Atlantic where the Titanic sunk. Yeah they got ice cold water. <laughs> How cold can you be? <laughs> they got some the actual ice cold water from where the Titanic sank and put it in the tank and didn't tell them that they were going to release it all. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh.
1: So when they were shivering they really were cold. <clears throat> yeah. And then they had to take them to the hospital after that thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, um, man, I ain't gonna no lie. hmm The producers have a they're onto a good thing because you do get real responses and make the movie better. hmm But is it worth scaring the act the death of killing them? I don't
0: know about that bro. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Hey but um I don't know if you notice on the news very much, but there was a few topics that I've been wanting to discuss. And the first thing that Mm -hmm. came to my mind, like, I don't know if you've seen the image of the sun lately, but there was a fucking picture that NASA uh, took a picture of, of the sun. And it's crazy Mm -hmm. because this picture is now going to be called the smiling sun. Like, let me Google this image real quick. Like, I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about until I looked it up. Mm -hmm. And, like, the moment I saw this shit, I thought, oh my god, this is horrific but hilarious at the same damn time. (laughs) Like, if you look at the sun, it looks legit like a smiling face. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to fucking find images.
1: Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, did you hear Eric Presley's daughter died today, man? Really? Eric Presley's daughter.
0: Hmm. Sorry to hear that.
1: Well, anyway, let's not talk
0: about death anymore. That's what I Yeah. Okay, that's
1: something. Well, um, there we go. Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't even finish to tell you about, my, I didn't finish telling you about my job, man. Yeah. Um. About how there's one person who got fired because he took off doing a lift job and he was late. He was like half his shit. And Mm -hmm. the other one left to drag race.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember.
1: So I remember my boss told me, he was like, Yeah, he told me that story. And he said, You know, I went to go tell the officer, where is he? And the the officer told him, He's like, He told me he was gone. And I said, What do you mean, gone? And he pointed at me and said, That was my exact response. (laughs) 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 What do you mean, gone? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my <laughs> okay. now, can you
0: imagine if he had a fly ass
1: car and he just got body work done and some dating on it uh-huh. I hope everything was fully paid for because he got fired that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope that race pay, I, hope, I hope that race is going to help
0: you keep your dating <laughs> yeah, exactly you better make good money off of it
1: really yeah I okay, said, knowing this fool, he probably went to a drag race on a street that went away from his post to turn it to it. <laughs> So, that's how I got my job. Two people fucked up a job that my job said, my my boss said, yeah. shit. My boss said, it's almost impossible to fuck up at that post. <laughs> that's what he said. It's pretty much idiot food.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And if you fuck up on a job, you're done. Yeah. Because, like I said earlier, everything is given to you with the fucking phone, walkie talkie, and you, mm hmm. Time to control. Call him. Yeah. A little reminder. Wrong.
0: How can you go wrong? I mean, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of idiots in the world, man. So it's like, it's surprising, but at the same time, it's not.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a $15 an hour job.
0: Yeah. How can you fuck that up? How fuck that
1: up? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I I know mine, but like, slap yourself, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, man, so far my second week is pretty good. Um, I'm learning how to manage my money for me 'cause Cause normally when I get my check, I just go blow it off But I can't do that now because I got bills and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. Got you know, a car and to pay. So yeah. So you
0: know, I did
1: a little grocery shopping today and. Mm -hmm. I'm happy.
0: Yeah. Okay, I posted Um, what the sun looks like in the group.
1: Yeah. Um, I tell you about one of my cousins that died in a car crash, right? Uh He was in Vegas. He died in a car crash.
0: Yeah.
1: My auntie came over to my mom's house. Her mother mother came over to visit my mom today, so I saw her, and you know, it was really good to see a person that you know I've known for so long, and I tell her, you know. Yeah, we talked for a while. That's good. How's she feeling? And she kept talking about how y'all older now and everything. Look at y'all! Y'all so much older. <laughs> oh, y'all so pretty, and you all handsome. You better <laughs> thank you God you my nephew. Yeah. I
2: mean,
1: I will pretty good day today. How's your day, man?
0: It's going good. You know, getting stuff done. Hopping around as much as I can. You know how it is. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm still, kind of out, man. I was watching, um, I got my, um, computer speaker, well, TV speaker. hmm I got my TV speaker working for better now. Oh, that's great. So now I can watch, I can watch my DVDs that's around, sound like the theater and shit now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, man, that's awesome. Do You
1: know, I feel like I can watch Xena in the round
0: mm-hmm.
1: sound. <laughs> <laughs> the music is and sitting. And I'm on a big you know, old 52 70 inch screen, and I'm sitting there. It's just like, oh my god, and she's fine too. So like 62 inches of fine across my TV and in front of my trailer. <face. laughs> Every time she move, I'm like, eh hmm. <laughs> go, girl, with a fine ass. <laughs> Come on over here, girl, with your fine ass. Maybe you want to do things to make you speak a language that don't exist, you fine motherfucker. You, now you know a woman fine, you're in talking about her name you should say you fine motherfucker. You don't even call her lay here woman, just you fine motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't come up with nothing better than do 5 motherfucker. <laughs> you can't come up with
0: nothing better than that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I
1: mean so damn fine.
0: better than <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hold on, hold on real quick. Yeah. yeah. Hey, give me a sec real quick. Something going on outside. All right. <laughs>
1: What the fuck is this? Be do what I do when it happened do I wasn't no drugs. <laughs> I don't want to drink with no alcohol, no drugs. I used to, it. I got, one. I can hear my mother's voice in the house, and she wasn't
0: even in this damn house. <laughs> it's Michael. She ain't even there. Just head I got
1: some sick of that shit one time. I got so sick of that shit one time. Somebody who worked, somebody who's coming out doing work for the house one time. Uh huh. I was so sick of hearing my name. They asked me my name. My mom lied lying to them about my name because I was so sick of hearing my damn name. <laughs> I don't want to get him a fake number. I don't want nobody knowing my name. I've been sick of it already. My mom calling me every like 20 minutes and shit. Yeah. Said, my name's Bill Bixby or some shit. <laughs> I almost gave him a fake
0: name. It's like you're fucking hearing things aren't even there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my name Bill Victory, yeah. I had to catch myself. I said, you better tell this
1: man (laughs) the truth. Because he's going to look through his mother and talk about Bill! God damn it! My name Michael, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shit. <laughs> Dude, and, but did you hear that fucking uh Tupac used to get um notes uh-huh. from Jim Carrey? Like there are some articles that I've been noticing, like with the whole Dana White slapping his wife and Jim Carrey sending letters to Pac while he was in prison. And it's like hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's like, when I noticed that article, I thought, oh, shit. And it would say that wow. Pac told Jim Carrey that he was one of his favorite actors when he was on um, In Living Color. And this- Yeah. Oh, man.
1: That man was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He was funny. We could help him. That man was gifted. Yeah. He got discovered in a um, comedy club by Keenan Iron Wayne. Keenan Larry Wayne like
2: way happened
1: to be in the audience that night. They mm-hmm. did like a Clint Eastwood impression and James Dean. and I forgot the name of this catch, but he like turned it up into like a whole bunch of different people right there in front of him. Yeah. I mean, it was good, really cool. too.
0: <laughs> One of them was, um, it was like a fire chief or something. Oh, Fire Marshal Bill? <laughs> yes, I love it. That but-
1: <laughs> <they say> <laughs> I and the reason why he looked like that is because a lot of people don't know that when the character was written mm-hmm. the reason I didn't like that is because his lips were seared from being too many fighters he didn't have no lips
0: yeah. <laughs> so it's like he would always like a lot of people don't know that Yeah. so it's like he would always wipe his gums to dry them off he
1: mm, it wasn't, it wasn't wiping his gums but he was trying to emphasize the fact that <laughs> Because he's been burned so much, his lips got burned up. So now he ain't
0: got no insurance. He's got it. He ain't got no lips. Hold up. Hold up. Fucking dogs wilding now as always.
1: I like I had one catch where Fire Marshal Bill's with his
0: wife and she suffered from the same
1: shit she didn't have no lips either. I remember. Oh, it gets
0: better
1: because now, they're supposed to be a Fire Marshal,
0: right? Yeah.
1: And guess what she was tanning with? Hmm. Cooking oil, <laughs> lard.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Are you trying to combust on the chip and turn it around? <laughs> really? You're it to deep fried chicken. <laughs> we'll put some lard on for suntan Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: that was hilarious. <laughs> and I like how they like would try to talk to him and yeah. he would go over people and. He'll cause an accident and then somehow make it seem <laughs> like the other person's fault. Yeah. I it's his fault. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, seen... absolutely. what the fuck is wrong with <laughs> I love those moments. We yeah. try to like, talk to people and then at the end, he'll make it seem like it's the other person's fault for interrupting someone. but it's really his fault.
0: Yeah. That's
1: everything. That's
0: Dude, his fucking SNL or SNL like in, in living Color characters were hilarious but I think Fire Marshal Bill was one of my favorite characters that he's done. I like that buff girl he does with the ponytails with the deep voice. He's supposed to be a girl but she got a deep voice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh fuck what was uh Marlon Wayne's character? Or not Marlon, um Damian Wayne's. Like he fucking played the clown. Like I never
1: Hold me the Clown <laughs> Yeah. I fucking love
0: his character. <laughs> Hold me the clown. So thats Brown, even though the bike biker girl keep gonna start
1: all over again. Homie the
0: clown. <laughs> 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 oh, i was fucking smacking
1: someone. No, you know, I like I like another character you created, even though, even though I wasn't in an inner color. Major pain. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, absolutely. You I, that I la- Yeah, I have the DVD. That shit oh, my. makes me laugh every time.
1: Now, that was a funny character. Yeah. Major pain was
0: funny as fuck. <laughs> absolutely. Funny
1: though? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> Major Pan
0: was funny as fuck. Yeah. Let
1: me you
0: know? Yeah. It was like one of the first movies I ever seen him uh, that actually introduced me to who he was. And when I noticed on you know, actor. Yeah. It was the very first movie I've seen him in and I absolutely loved it.
1: Like, oh, I like Black Man. You ever seen that one,
0: Black Man? Mm-mm.
1: That's a good one, too. Blake, man, when he plays this nerd, his grandmother gets killed by mobsters, and he becomes a real-life superhero. He's kind of nerdy. Oh, my
2: gosh.
1: Funny as fuck. He seems like a girl in everything. hmm He'd be gone in that movie. <laughs> and then Mike Tyson's ex-wife was in this movie, Robin Given. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and every time she kissed him, he go, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is
0: that? <laughs> like he was coming on his numbers on shit. <laughs> that was
1: fucking terrible. No, it was funny. It was funny. I loved that movie. You need to watch it. Yeah. It it. <laughs> You know comedian, David, I was he was also an intimate color, too.
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: He played, he played Game of Wayne's brother in the movie black
0: man. Oh, yeah?
1: And he used to drive him crazy all the time, too. He'd be like, every time he gets get mad, he like, he's about to have a stroke and shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember.
1: No, yeah, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> there was one part when he's telling him, uh, he didn't tell him that. Because he thought that because Black Man too was bulletproof. He thought his suit was bulletproof too, but it wasn't. He didn't get a chance to bulletproof it. Yeah. So he wound up getting shot for real. So his brother was like, come on, Tony, you, man. Do I have to pay the fine on my ass? <laughs> and then when he shot him, he was like, oh, my God, he shot me. <laughs> that was only good. Like, once again, oh, my God, he shot me. <laughs> I'll definitely
0: check this shit out. Dude, I black like, man. that movie was
1: good
0: fuck. <laughs> I gotta find that shit on something, whatever it's streaming on, because that sounds hilarious.
1: Oh yeah, man. Black Man is
0: a different movie. I love it. Yeah. Hey, give me a moment real quick. Because you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to do a quick sponsorship real quick for a buddy of mine because like, i noticed that he's been selling some merchandise to promote an album real quick. Mm. Like, I don't know if I told you about this dude, but it's like, you know what? Juggalos are, you know, like ICP, and all them other rappers that wear face paint and shit. Mhm. Yeah. Well, this dude, Ethan Cardiff, or also known as the Joker, like I figured that, uh, because I've known this dude for almost six years now. Uh, I figured that I give him a quick shout out or a sponsor. Also, to let everyone know who are listening that he's selling a bunch of signed CDs and T-shirts and everything. Like, I've seen what it all looks like and shit, and it looks really dope. Really? Yeah. Like, he's sponsoring an album that came out recently called Coming Home. It's really awesome. A lot of dope songs on it. One of them, like... What happened to be my favorite songs is called Mayhem Night. Like, the way this song goes, this shit is hard. Like, it really slaps, especially on the final verse. Mm. It really executes the whole song itself. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, I called him up a while ago after the album came out. And I was having a talk with him about the album and what inspired him and everything. And he was saying how he was inspired by ICP, by Bone Thugs and Harmony, by Twister, and with Eminem and Snoop Dogg, like a lot of inspirations. And that it was ICP that really made the Joker who he is, as like this. Raw rapping unsigned persona. So it's like, I figured i just throw in a little sponsorship to his merchandise. And guys, if you're listening right now, go to the website for all his t shirts, signed CDs, and everything. Make America, or not Make America, <laughs> sorry. I'm fucking, I'm fucking
1: up already. No, man. It's okay because, look, yeah. I support anybody that has some creativity. And nowadays, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that going on.
0: Absolutely. So, but it's like with this, if you can look to the past, mm-hmm. if you can look to the past and let that inspire you to be different, mm-hmm. that's the way the circle of music is supposed to be. Yeah. And do it to the people before you as a blueprint. Yeah. But you do what they did, but make it your own. That's the key. Yeah. But it's like, what makes this dude different compared to others is that he tried getting signed to a label and they completely tossed him off the bus, literally, and treated him like shit. And mm. he created a song, like, as a diss to this dude and his label called Maestro. And what makes this dude so iconic now is that everything is done completely by him. He done everything on his own, from playing drums, guitar, vocals, all that shit. Everything all done by him and only him. So
1: there's no electrical stuff. He's all about live instruments.
0: Yeah. I mean, he does mess with some electrical stuff because, like, a lot of his rap songs are all electrical soundboards and everything. But it's like he dabbles in instruments. And again, guys, if you want to check out the merchandise, it's com. Check this shit out. I'll drop a link to it as well. But anyways, um, I just figured I'd throw in a little sponsorship. Out of mad respect for the dude. That's good, man.
1: That's good. Yeah. Hey, man, why don't you send me a link to a stop
0: one time? I want to listen to it. You. you got me kind of curious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude's on Spotify. I'll send you some of... Uh, I'll probably send you the song Mayhem Night, because, again, this is probably one of the dopest songs out of the album itself. Like, this shit really was... It was basically, like... Like When I was talking to him about the song, he was telling me how he's been working on that final verse for months and months and months, trying to deliver it in the best way he can. And after so much months of backtracking and everything going on in his life, he finally delivered that final verse and it was insane. Like, again, I'll like I'll probably record it, or I'll just send you the song itself. Okay. Yeah. And hold on real quick. I'm curious what's going on with Daquan, because I know I told him how we were going to start the first few minutes, and I'm just curious if the dude's good. Because you know what? I did want to discuss an interesting topic. Like... Because you know how I'm a huge nerd for history and shit. Mm-hmm. All right, so there was a few people that I've been wanting to discuss with him. And I noticed that a lot of these like notorious people aren't really portrayed accurately due to Hollywood. And what inspired this was because I was watching Black Sails the other day, which is a more raw and more realistic, like, Pirates TV show. It's completely none like Pirates of the Caribbean shit. It is completely raw and unfiltered, you know, with nudity, with explosions, body parts flying, and they are a little bit more precise with who they introduce into the show. And one of them is one of the biggest names in pirates happens to be Blackbeard. And I really admire the way they introduce him into the show as like a very calm and reasonable but like notoriously intelligent and violent Man of the seas, and I've noticed that the way they done him right was amazing. But there are some other people that Better. do not get the same treatment, like the way. All right, guys, before we continue this episode, I just want to get into a little story real quick because, um, I was listening to this podcast earlier, the You Should Know podcast with Peyton and Kim and it, there was a certain topic that they were getting into that really reminded me of one of my senior days I, when I was in high school back in Palm De High and it really, like, brought back some of the memories that I've had including with a specific date that I had and I just want to note that like that this date could have been a lot more worse but at the same time it wasn't really all that terrible so for those who don't know um there was this girl I used to know whose name would not be said out of respect for her, so we're just gonna call her um, uh Jessica or something. you know we're just gonna give her some random name so <laughs> um one of the days that I was on a date with her. This was when we were probably dating for about a month, maybe two or three months now. And like this, like this relationship, it was a little bit, I wouldn't say faulty, but it was a little bit unstable. (laughs) And I do wish that there are some people that warned me. About dating her. Because. By the end of our relationship. Things did fall off. And there was a lot of. Aggression. And a lot of blame. And just. A whole plethora of. Just. Problems. Stacking on top of one another. But. I'm not going to. Bash her. I'm not going to shit on her name or continue to disrespect her because I will not lie. She was one of the nicest people I've dated and her family was actually very nice. You know, they welcomed me into their homes. They've cooked food for me here and there sometimes whenever I'm visiting and we had some pretty good moments, uh, when we dated. Alright. So one of the dates that we went on to. This was like our second date together. And we were going in. To see a. Movie together. This was at the. Cinemark Theaters. Over by. The Antelope Valley Mall. I don't know if some of y'all. Uh, in the Pomona area. Know what I'm talking about. Some of you probably don't even know. What I'm talking about at all for some of the foreign listeners in Arizona and in India, Ireland and all that. But the Animal Valley is a small little area in California. It's it's not a really huge city, but it's it's there. You know, it's like just Google Lancaster, some shit. And it's a little bit, a few miles off of North Hollywood. So you'll pinpoint a little small area there. (laughs) Alright, so back to the story. Me Me and Jessica were going to see this movie with Kevin Hart. And I think it also had Will Ferrell. I can't remember what it was called. It was probably Get Hard or some shit. I don't fucking remember. But the thing is, when we went in, I want to note that I did not have an ID then. I had it scheduled. I planned to get it, but I didn't have it on me at that time because I was busy with all kinds of other shit, and I didn't have time for it, especially with my main focus on graduating from Palmdale High. So we had a little bump uh trying to go in to see this movie. And what really made it embarrassing is the fact that I didn't have my ID on me. And if I remember I don't even think that she had an ID on her. Like I remember her like fidgeting through her purse and everything, looking for her wallet or for money and stuff, you know, cause like for buying food and drinks and all that shit, it was no big deal. You know, it's like, we brought some food. <laughs> we, we brought some food from my house. Like I brought a fucking like soda or a monster or some shit. And she brought a few bags of chips, like a little fucking like bag of chips. And we like stuffed it into our pockets and her purse and everything. <laughs> so <laughs> that probably sounds ghetto as fuck, but it's like, but it's like with theater food, it's fucking like it is at ridiculous prices, especially for movies as well. You know, and note that we didn't have jobs at that time because we were so focused on trying to graduate. So we couldn't get a job and focus on graduation at the same time because it would add a lot of pressure on both of us. So, um, so one of us had to call one of our family members and let them know, "Hey, we don't fucking have our we don't have our IDs for this movie. <laughs> and we're trying to go see blah blah blah, whatever the fucking the movie was." But they won't let us in because I have no ID and neither does she. So I think it was my folks that came in and they had an ID and they approved of the movie and everything. And we just continued to walk in and see the movie. The movie was cool. We had a good time. We were like eating, drinking. We were watching the movie, you know, having a really good time and all that. Like somewhat talking, somewhat... Holding hands, making out, whatever. But, like, also still focusing on the film. Because I've seen it before. I didn't really care for it. I mean, it was still good. But again, I've already seen it before, so it's not that big of a deal. I know what's coming, what's going to happen, and all that shit. But she's never seen the movie. And so, <laughs> she's. Trying to, like, focus on me, but also trying to enjoy the movie. Now, what made this date particularly not as terrible as our next date, it was the fact that I accidentally spilled and made a mess all over my jeans. Because the fucking, um, like, there was a... Slit in the side of the fucking po- of the popcorn bag because uh, I think our folks, my folks, did offer to buy popcorn. So I guess it was the fucking popcorn holder that was just damaged and shit, you know, because we were trying to like hold everything in, but also like trying not to make a mess. So, there was a slight tear and a lot of popcorn spilled out. But the thing is, we didn't have time to fucking clean it up and shit. So, we just, like, kicked it under the seats and just walked out. But there was, like, a big old mess on the floor. Now, the next few dates were pretty fun. You know, we had a good time and everything. But... I think on our third day, we might have went to the beach or something. I think her family invited me to go with them. It was fun, you know, enjoyed the water. I was enjoying my time. We were taking some pictures here and there. You know, everyone was just having fun. You know, just good, wholesome fun. Her family was nice and everything. I liked them, you know. Her dad was pretty cool and everything. But the thing is, the luggage that they asked me... To carry for them. Like they had enough luggage as is. And if you know me. Then you know that when I was a senior. I was not really all that athletic. (laughs) Let alone was I strong enough to fucking carry a shit ton of whatever the fuck was in this ice box. So I tried dragging it under this hot ass sun. And it was really fucking becoming problem for me because I was again, I'm not very athletic, you know. I'm not freaking built like other people in Palm High like the fucking football team and them, you know. I don't really work out as much as I should. And again, I really should. I need to. I need to focus on my health and my body and everything. But When I was a senior, I was... I wouldn't say I was a string bean, but I wasn't really that strong, you know? So whatever the fuck was in this ice chest, like, it could have been, like, fucking three bags full of ice and food. It could have been a fucking fucking whole house or some shit, and it was just too fucking heavy to be dragging along the fucking sand and shit. And if you fucking pull everything heavy things through the sand, it is fucking exhausting. And with the hot-ass sun beating down on you, it's making shit worse for you. So I felt embarrassed to be fucking far behind dragging its ice chest while everyone is fucking, like, a couple 10, 15 steps ahead of me. So her father fucking ends up Helping me and dragging the fucking ice chest himself, saying, Never mind, I got it. Don't even worry about it. Alright, so, things are already fucking getting very problematic with our second day because I'm having a hard time carrying this fucking heavy ass ice chest. But I'm not really gonna complain all that much, you know, this day was actually a lot better than our second day at the movie theater. And it was not as embarrassing because it is very weird to be a young couple going to a movie with no ID and just sitting there waiting for someone to assist you or a family member to assist you, you know, especially with so many people, like, walking by and seeing you just stuck there rummaging through like your stuff and everything so that's very like weird in the public eye but at the beach it was not really all that odd it was actually pretty okay it was fun the beach was a good time took a lot of good pictures and stuff but here's like a third or fourth date And, like, things with us are already, like, a little bit rocky. You know, we're having little arguments here and there. You know, both of us very deep in our insecurities and insurities and everything. You know, all the T's and shit. (laughs) Alright, so our date is already a little bit, like, it's a little awkward, you know, because, like, with... Like, me and her are already having a little bit issues here and there and shit. I mean, we're still, like, brushing everything off, you know, trying to have a good time. And this one particular day was, I wouldn't say it was weird, but it was definitely something else. You know, <laughs> because this was when me and her went to the Brunswick bowling alley over... Again, this is all in Palmdale for those of you who know or don't know. You know, it's like it's a little bowling alley that lives, that is like right next to a McAdams Park. You know, I mean, some of y'all probably already know what I'm talking about. But, like, here's the thing I'm not a very competitive person, you know? But at the same time, I'm also a fucking beginner with bowling, I suck at it. You know, like, for the first few times, I was terrible. I couldn't hit anything. And if I did, it was barely one or two pins, at least. And thing is, she loved bragging. Like, she wouldn't fucking, she would relentlessly brag. And rub it in someone's face, you know. And to me, it's a very big turn off, you know. But I get it, you know, competitive attitude, you know. It's all harmless fun and everything. But it's like, with her, she was so fucking aggressive. Like, she would literally just get in your face and brag about it. And she's also trying to keep it, like, a little bit PG, you know. Because she also brought her little sisters with... Us to to the bowling alley. You know, so it's like we fucking got Usher playing and we got, like, everyone else bowling and shit. So, I'm trying to be cordial and respectful. You know, like, I wanted to say something like, okay, calm down with the fucking bragging. I get it. Ease up. But I didn't want to be rude. So, I just swallowed it and just didn't say shit you know so she's already like killing it in the bowling alley you know she's fucking hitting like either strikes or a few pins close to a strike and her sisters are a little bit good as well probably as good as her maybe more or less and I'm just really behind you know I'm not that great of a bowler back then. So, things were already, like, a little bit irritable. I'm, like, trying to have fun, trying to, like, laugh it off. (laughs) Haha, you know, innocent bragging and shit. It's all good. But the thing is, like, she was also very aggressive. And... Again, it's, like, I don't want to sound, like, as if I'm bitching or anything. I'm not trying to sound like a bitch. But it's, like, if y'all know what I'm talking about, then you know that she is relentless at times. You know, and she loves running her mouth. Like, again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm shitting on her, disrespecting her or anything. I mean, it's just, you know, fucking... Simple story time with Cody, you know, that's going to be a new, a new thing, you know, where I just do little stories here and there and I might have guests pop up for the story time or whatever, you know, we're going to make this a thing on this podcast where I tell little personal stories and just like open up to you guys, you know, but other than that, man, I mean, my dating has been, my date. At the bowling alley has been a little bit like it was something else, you know. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. But after a few more dates, I mean, things were not really working out as well. Things were a little bit faulty. And again, there was a lot of insecurities, blame, and aggression. So after six months, we just completely broke it off we graduated at the same time as well but we tried to ignore any and all contact with one another I mean she was the kind of person that would like try to make it noticeable like oh I got a boyfriend now oh look at my boyfriend you know he's so cute and he's much funnier you know it's like that was the kind of person that she was Like, I don't know if she's like that right now, but, I mean, I really don't care anymore. You know, I'm over that shit, you know. I'm way past that fucking high school bullshit. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, it was fun, you know. I still hold on to some of the good moments that we had, you know. Us cooking food together in her house, watching movies, either at the theater or at her house or my house. Like, like with my dates, I never hold on to the negative stuff. You know, I prefer to just hold on to the good things that came about, you know. She did open my mind to other types of music, like James Brown, The Temptations, you know. She expanded my listening ears as well as I done the same for her. And I'm not going to lie, I still wish that we could have fixed everything that we've been through. I wish that we could have had a redo of everything, but I'm not going to trip over spilled milk, you know. The past is the past, and I do wish that she's doing completely fine with whatever that she's doing. She's probably in the Aunt Love Valley College, and that's all fine and dandy, you know? I'm happy for her. But, I mean, yeah, that was a little story bit for my dating scene. I mean, sadly, I still haven't been dating. To be honest, I actually haven't dated since uh, that time when I was a senior. But, I mean... What better way to just end it like that? <laughs> Alright. And another quick word from my sponsors. With my dude. My guy. My nigga. The Joker. With his new merchandise. New hats. Signed CDs. Beanies. T-shirts. Sweaters. All that good shit. You can find all that stuff at com. I've already mentioned this earlier, but I really want to make sure that y'all get this shit, man. Because with Joker sponsoring and showing off merchandise for his recent album Coming Home, I really want y'all to like really check this shit out. It is amazing. And this dude, he's by far one of the coolest dudes I've met, you know. His brand, his Music, like, check this shit out, man. I mean, I might even get a shirt myself. I mean, I dig the logo and everything. I did a review for the fucking album and I gave that shit a 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10. You know, I think the album was spectacularly done. Everything on the music was on point, you know. So, again, if you want to get some cool shirts, cool hats, CDs, sweaters, all that good. All that good shit. Go to MakeJuggalosGreatAgain.com That is M A K E J U G G A L O S G R E A T A G A I N dot c o m. Check this shit out. Also, and when you do, let the dude know that Cody Jones sent you. All right. all right, so today we got a special guest. All right, so today we got a very special guest, a good friend of mine named Brian St. Gallagher, dude's a musician, and I'm already about to start asking him about his music. All right, Brian, you are right, you being recording now. And I do want to ask you about your music and everything.
2: You want to ask me about, uh, about what? I'm sorry.
0: About your music.
2: My music? Okay.
0: Yeah. Because.
2: Uh, what, what is it that you want
0: to know? First off, what inspired you to want to even do music at all?
2: What inspired me to write music? Oh, that was like a long time ago. Uh, I think I I started listening to like the the Beatles and stuff like that. Mm. And that got me interested. Yeah. So I ended up picking up a a guitar like around 15, but ended up like truly learning like I was like, what, 17 maybe? Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm barely starting to... Like,
0: record music and write. Wow. Yeah. Um, I see that you got, like, 123 followers on IG, and you got a YouTube channel. That's- yeah. I don't know how I got 120 followers.
2: Because not all of them watch my, my videos or anything like that. I think, like, yeah. about 20 people listen to my songs.
0: Maybe 20 to 30, but not a lot. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm looking at the channel right now. Okay. I mean, it's really cool that you're, like, making music and that it was the Beatles that inspired you. I said, I think it's really cool that you're really deep into the music and that you were inspired by, by such uh, a... Yeah. Id- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got inspired by The Beatles. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, <sighs> not only that, but it's just that, um, I mean, in the beginning, I wanted to do, like, like, songs like The Beatles. Yeah. But I didn't really find anybody who was down. Yeah. So I
0: ended
2: up sticking to, like, really
0: hard, not, not hard rock, which is hard rock, I guess you could call it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right, hold on. Someone's fucking calling me real quick. Give me a second. Okay, so you were telling me how you were inspired by the Beatles, but your music, it has more of a, like, a hardcore sound to it, like, as if it's more metal than rock. Yes.
2: I do have uh, a John Lennon cover, uh, which is more of a soft rocket, I think. Would you yes. oh. um, Nobody wants to do like Beatles stuff with me. Mhm. So I mean, I I can still do it by myself, and I do want to. But at the same time, uh, nobody would. Nobody does anything as their heroes do. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's just, or maybe that's just me. I don't know. I don't really like repeating history.
0: Yeah. It's like I'm looking at some of the videos that you got, and a lot of them are just remastered in and one cover.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I ended up remastering my songs because I I didn't like how they sounded. It sounded too raw. Uh-huh. So I, yeah, I updated the sounds. Not only that, I think I also had to like remake them from scratch. Uh, like the song that Goes Away." Yeah. Different from the original song, so yeah, like some are just basically remakes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like there. Are, like I guess that it makes a lot of sense for some people who are unfamiliar with the Beatles because, like, we are living in a time when some people do not recognize the older generation or, like, the icons that paved a path for us. Yeah. Uh,
2: I do kind of try to pay homage to the Beatles. Like, one of my uh, cover photos of Like
0: uh, like the members from the band, yeah, and uh, the
2: Beatles. Yeah,
0: but yeah, pretty much. Hmm. All right, I see that you're also into video games and and horror. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah,
2: I. I, I mean, the video games, I don't really take it too seriously because I just record whatever I think is funny. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's just been in case people want to, like, see them and, like, laugh.
1: Yeah. And,
2: yeah, like, horror stuff. Yeah, it's it's been, like, forever. I, I collect a lot of, like, expensive props.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking at your Spotify and you got five monthly listeners, but your biggest song is <laughs> UAC.
2: Be, I haven't really checked, uh, but yeah, maybe because it's more, uh, I don't know, UAC is a really, it's completely different from my my previous songs. Yeah. And um, I don't know, maybe that one clicked. Uh, I, I can't really say what happened
0: with that one. Yeah. And how many people do, like, actually recognize some of the music? Like, oh, I see that you're playing this song by this artist.
2: um I, I don't think nobody has ever, like, recognized any of the songs. Hmm. I, don't, I
0: don't
2: know. Yeah.
0: It's a shame. I mean. Unless, I guess,
2: Unless it's like the John Lennon cover, yeah. Then people, yeah. Uh, I got an interesting comment the other day, saying that it was pretty interesting how I played it because that song that I have is uh has been covered like many times in many different ways. Yeah. So um, yeah, but mine is like completely
0: like different, different. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's your. Own mix of an original song that was done before.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Then um, it's like I'm looking at some of the, like the TikTok videos and the animations. I mean, do you do animations of your own as well? No. Uh, the mini music. Videos are just from like
2: stuff that I like, oh. and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, this could be, you know, yeah. it could go well with like my songs and stuff like that, and um, I don't know, I just liked it how it and ended up basically mixing with my with my music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, you have a pretty dope collection set because I've noticed that where you have horror fan and videos, video games, I noticed that you have a very um, interesting, like, Chucky set. Yeah. Um, uh, I, when did I get, I, like, about last year, I started getting into,
2: like, Chucky dolls. I've always been, like, a Chucky fan, but it never crossed my mind to, like, have actual life size Chucky dolls. Mm-hmm.
0: Those are like regular characters from the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a lot of them I recognize from other movies. Yeah, uh, those are basically my favorite,
2: like uh, horror characters: uh, Michael Myers and, and Chucky.
0: Hmm, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you want to add? Um, I just hope people listen to my music more often.
2: I always say this a lot. I don't. Yeah. That yeah. could be. You like it? I'll talk. Right, so I'll talk. 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 I'll
0: talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll
2: talk.
0: I'll talk. didn't clearly hear what you were saying because wife, I was, uh, glitching out. Oh
2: yeah, so, what I was saying, uh, this is what I always say to, to, to myself, um, I don't care about like money or fame. Mhm. I just want people to like listen to my music and have like a genuine audience that can relate to the type, to the type of music that I do. Yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want like actual listeners and just be friends with everybody. I don't really want to like be enemies with, with everyone.
0: Yeah, I respect that, man. You know, it's like the message that me and Daquan send on the podcast or just the message that I send anywhere and everywhere is to just spread more love and to like unionize, you know, like be a one single minded, like group that can like unite, you know, against the, the ugly shit that goes on around the world, you know, it's like love is the biggest message that should be sent.
2: That's why my song starts with, like, let me be the light of your
0: day because yeah. I want to be there to, like, help people out. Yeah, I respect that. That's that's amazing. I just wish that more people can agree to do the same thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, anyways, Brian, it was really fun talking to you, man. I do look forward to talking more and maybe when I bring the podcast back, we can talk again about like what other plans that you have in mind and everything.
2: All right. For sure, man. It was nice talking to you too.
0: All right. All right. It was good talking, man. All right, guys. And there you have it. That was, That was Brian St. Gallagher, man. And be sure to check out his YouTube channel. I'll leave a link in the description for that. And also check out his band on Spotify and Apple Music. The Invos. D-I-N-V-O-S. The Invos. Check out their music, man. They're on Spotify, Apple Music, and all that stuff. And I have to say, man, like, this episode is like this episode has been chopped up and like held on pause for the past few days because I've been busy as of lately with some other things going on outside of the channel, outside of the YouTube, the the podcast and everything. But I am forever eternally completely grateful For everyone that has been listening to the podcast. I'm grateful for everyone that's been enjoying the episodes. Enjoying the conversations. You know like you guys are the real heroes to this podcast. And to the YouTube channel. Both on mine and the JND Podcast YouTube channel as well. You guys are the real reason why I do this. And I hope to continue creating more episodes, more videos and to continue bringing you guys the entertainment that we can deliver. Me and Daquan, we both really thank every one of you guys for listening to this. Again, Daquan isn't really available, hence why it's just been either me or my buddy Michael Clay or with our current guests, Brian, these guests have been only just the beginning, and I do plan to have more people show up for the podcast whenever I decide to bring it back, because I might stop the podcast right here at 10 episodes, take a little break from it, a little break from the YouTube channel, I might release a few more, I might not stop making videos, but we will stop the podcast here at this episode. other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for just listening to us. No matter whatever you're doing, you could be driving anywhere. You could be kicking back at home. You could be doing something completely like different while listening to this podcast. But we are grateful that you listen anyways. It is really appreciated. We fucking love y'all, man. We are grateful that you guys listened to us and we hope to continue making more episodes. We hope to bring back the J&D podcast again really soon. We might bring it back in the middle until later this year. I don't really know. I mean, anything is possible. And whenever we bring it back, I mean, it's, It's a very uncertain date of when I will return to this, but I will absolutely for certain bring a season two of the J&D podcast. Other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to even just hear me ramble on and shit. You guys really really make this whole thing enjoyable to do anyways guys again mask up stay safe be careful spread love and i'm out